This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This podcast contains adult language and stories of true crime. If you don't like laughing, crying, or being horrified at the actions of other humans, this podcast is not for you. Welcome to another listener short stack. Hi. Hi. Hello. (laughs) We are going to read you um, what you've written to us. Sometimes it's stories. Sometimes we find updates to give you. So yeah, it's just a a mismatch of fun things. So here we go. Okay. So our um, first message is from Ashley A via Facebook. She says, I just started listening and love this podcast. I was not even a real big fan of UM. Stack freaked me out as a kid, LOL. I mostly watched it on Lifetime when there was nothing else on as a teenager, but now I'm watching it on Prime. So far, I am most intrigued by the Orphan Train episode. My grandma had to put some of her children in an orphanage, and recently my mom found letters and receipts from the orphanage. My grandma had to pay the orphanage every month so that her children wouldn't be put up for adoption. It was something no one ever knew. We did know about the orphanage, as my mom's siblings are still alive and remember it, but not that my grandma actually paid the orphanage in order for them to not be adopted out. I couldn't imagine what that did to my grandma. It's crazy how different the world is now. I'm pretty sure you can't just drop your kids off in a group home and come back for them when you get back on your feet. It was a blessing for a lot of families back then, but nowadays you just can't do that. Now I have my own unsolved mystery. Two or three years ago, me and my husband woke up this morning, looked outside, and noticed one of our trees in our yard disappeared. What? What? (laughs) This wasn't a small tree either. It was there when we went to bed, gone when we woke up. The only evidence that was left was the stump. (laughs) (laughs) That will happen. There wasn't even any wood or sawdust left. We still don't know what happened to that tree. It simply vanished, LOL. We asked neighbors, thinking maybe they hired a tree trimmer, and they went to the wrong house, but nope, no one knew anything about it or saw anything. All that's left is the stump as a reminder of and the proof that we are not crazy. Thank you for the amazing podcast that gets me through my work days. That is so what, like, I know people will dig things out to steal, but cutting a tree down? And how did no one hear that? Yeah, in the middle of the night, how do you not hear someone cutting a tree? And what are they doing with it? I don't know. Maybe I wonder if it was an evergreen tree and they wanted a Christmas tree. Oh my god. What if this is a full-on sleepwalking situation? 
Oh. Sleepwalking lumberjacks is a whole nother problem. <laughs> That's the problem we have not talked about, but it is serious. Thank you for writing, Ashley. That was great. Thank that you. Okay. This next one is from David via Twitter. He says, hello, ladies. With regard to your crop circles segment, here is my little insight to it. I will be leaving in British expressions and names because I am cruel and love hearing your valiant attempt to figure out what a word or expression means or how to pronounce a word. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, David. Yeah, thanks. Um, I digress. I come from Old Hampshire in the UK and used to work and travel extensively in that county for many years. My depot was in Andover, which has the dual carriageway, the A303, running next to it. This road also runs past many farmers' fields that had crop circles created in them over the years. Fun. (laughs) Reg Presley's former house was also in an idyllic location on this stretch of road, too. So... I had to look up who Reg Presley was. I'm so sorry. But um, you do know him. He is a musician that was part of a band called The Trogs in the 60s, I believe, um, that had a couple famous songs, including Wild Thing. Oh. Yes. Um, I always thought that was by someone else, I guess. Well, yeah. And then so they had a a song, um, which later Wet, Wet, Wet covered that became that became famous. So anyway, we're going to get into it. Um, He says, although he didn't live in it as he had long since become bankrupt and worked as a bricklayer with the huge success of Wet Wet Wet's cover version of Love is All Around. Do you guys need me to play it for you? Yes. Do you have it? I have it. I want you to sing it for me. Just sing it. Oh, no, I'm not going to sing. Too bad. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, I know. So, so he says, with the huge success of Wet Wet Wet's cover version of Love is All Around, he became very wealthy virtually overnight, and this allowed him to indulge in his passion of assigning anything he didn't understand to aliens from outer space and outrageous and silly conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> he says, boy, did he bang on about it, endlessly and rather outlandishly. So I'm guessing he was kind of known for this. Um <laughs> Luckily, the crop circles used to pop up in Devizes nearby, but in Wiltshire and Andover, where he came from, so he could investigate them, write about them, and blather about them. (laughs) A chap I worked with used to discuss this with me in our works van, especially as we would often drive past Reg's old house, and we would then discuss all things Reg. It was then that he told me he knew at least two groups of people who made the crop circles and why no one would ever really find out who it was. He gave me no names, but I had no reason to doubt him as he was gaining nothing from telling me. The reason why the people kept quiet made complete sense. Every crop circle damaged farmers' valuable crops, along with the hordes of gullible fools who traipsed through their crops, destroying them to see the circles and stand amongst them. That's interesting because we remember we were like, I mean, it's harmless. It isn't like it ruins the crops. Yeah, it turns well, out it does ruin the yeah, crop. Yeah, the ones I talked about in UM, they said they didn't, but I'm sure people were doing it different ways everywhere. Yes, yeah, that's true. Um, 
So he says, all of this on private property, it needs to be remembered, people's working farms. So they found out the shotguns would have been broken out or at the minimum police prosecutions would have taken place. Then just to cap it all on Reg's birthday, or it might have been on the publications of his book, I can't remember, a new crop circle appeared in the fields by the A303. It had writing on it too, a message from the mysterious visitors. It said, fuck off, Reg. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, thank God. Sorry about the rambling, but I am now self-isolating and I got carried away. All the best and thank you very much for great en- entertainment. Stay safe and happy, David. Oh my gosh. David. I love it. I love it. I love it. That was great, David. Thank you so much. Thank you. We love you. Too funny. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, Resolvers. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? It's understandable to feel anxious and unsure during this difficult time. Did you know BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist? You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient, especially now when in-person counseling isn't always available. Start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not self-help. It's professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor anytime and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating a great therapeutic match, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. The service is also available for clients worldwide. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. Licensed professional counselors specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, trauma, family conflicts, LBGT matters, grief, and self-esteem. Anything you share is completely confidential. It's convenient, professional, and affordable professional therapy. This is not a crisis line. 
check out the positive testimonials posted daily on their site. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Resolvers, start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com mysteries. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com mysteries. Chickens, Diet Coke, reality TV, and murder don't seem like things that should go together, but somehow they do. If you're looking for your next binge-worthy podcast and you like your true crime light on the gore, then you should check out our show, Moms and Murder, a true crime podcast hosted by myself, Mandy, and my dear friend, Melissa. Each week, we give our take on a new crime story, balancing our delivery of facts and levity while still giving the stories the respect they deserve and making you feel like you're a part of the conversation. And there are over 100 episodes to binge. Search Moms and Murder on your favorite podcast app and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Okay, so we got an awesome mailbag from our listener, Samantha, in Louisiana, and it was the nicest care package ever. So she sent a card along with the care package that we're going to talk about, and she says, Hey, ladies, I just want to send y'all some Louisiana goodies for your 50 States episode. I hope y'all like the food. The pepper jelly is amazing on cream cheese with crackers, and the muscadine jelly is delicious on biscuits. I also included some homemade macaroons. They are my favorite food, and I love making them. I didn't These know they were homemade. I didn't either. And then she says, and I love making them. These are orange flavored, so I hope you all enjoy. Also, I know Mardi Gras is over, but I couldn't help sending some beads. At our local parades, you don't have to do anything crazy to get them, LOL. Keep being fabulous. Love, Samantha. Cute. <laughs> so cute. So all she sent us three different sets of beads. So mine have alligators. Mine had lobsters. Oh, wow. Crawfish, girl. Crawfish. Crawfish, of course. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Mardi Gras in Maine. <laughs> um, mine had like jester heads. I don't know yeah, what they're called. Okay. I think they're harlequins. Cool. Yeah. So, and then um, she sent us beer koozies and the craziest food. I just had the crawfish potato chips last night. They tasted like Old Bay. Yes. Um, Zappos brand, right? Um, yes. And then um, the muscad, the muscadine, I'm sure I'm not saying that right. Jelly actually broke in the box. So we, we aren't able to put that on biscuits, but everything else made it. So we have the pepper jelly. I've got the pickles and I have the hurricane mix. So we're going to, when we're allowed to record together, we're going to mix up some hurricanes and munch some pickles. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed, she sent some Zappos. Um, I guess the flavor was just called voodoo potato yeah. chips. Yeah. And those were really good. And the macarons were so good. My husband and I were trying to figure out what the flavor was, and we thought it tasted like Lucky Charms marshmallows. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah so well, many good treats. And my um, four-year-old loves the beads. She she calls the things lobsters on them. So she <laughs> We're going to have to educate her. I guess. <laughs> crawfish, crawfish. Well, thank you so much, Samantha. It, it was just above and beyond. And I'm so glad that uh, <laughs> that I chose one of your stories to cover for the Louisiana short stock. So now I feel like we are redeemed <laughs> a little bit after enjoying all these snacks. Yes, honey. I'll owe you, though. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much, Carl. We really appreciate it. You're the best. Yeah, thank you. Can't so wait sweet. to sprinkle that Creole seasoning on everything. 
Um, this one is from Michelle K via email, our amazing honey. Yeah, we love her. So, um, so um, she's responding to our episode about Kathy Power, and um, she says, murder plus bank robbery equals felony murder, much like your bank robbery story today. What's messed up about felony murder is that you could have multiple people committing a robbery together, which this is exactly what happened in this Kathy Power case. Then mm-hmm. one decides to shoot and kill someone, and even if the rest of the group didn't share in the culpable mental state of the person who pulled the trigger, everyone goes down for the murder. Wow. Yeah, which just is the worst. And in this case, they shot a police officer, which any life is terrible, but I feel like especially if it's a police officer, they're going to hunt you down, all of yeah. them. Um, including the getaway driver who may not even know anyone is dead until he or she peels out of the parking lot. And that was Kathy Power. That was her job in the robbery. Yeah. There's a lot of felony murder death row cases throughout the country, geez, where the driver who takes the risk of going to trial is convicted and gets the death penalty, but the shooter gets a life sentence or something less because he or she pled guilty and didn't go to trial. Oh, wow. Also, I know. Also, in some states, it's first-degree murder if a person oh, kills a police officer. So add that to the mix. It's banana lands. That is so crazy. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, we all discussed that, and we don't think that Kathy had any intent of murdering anyone. No. That was no. not what she was there for, you know? Yeah. It's crazy that whether or not you plead, like a driver could get the death penalty but the actual shooter yes. if they plead doesn't it's wild right. so it, wild if you were the driver it's like you would go i mean i might take that risk and go to trial and plead yeah. my case of i had no clue this was going to happen i feel really guilty i shouldn't have been a part of this at all yeah but so i would probably take that chance yeah totally yeah yeah oh, wow. wow thank Thanks, you michelle, michelle. That was as always She's always got such good information for us. Oh my gosh, yes. I love her insight. As we've said about so many listeners, (laughs) she needs to take my place in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, you are irreplaceable whether or not you know about the law, my love. Okay, so the next topic that I wanted to talk about came up when Carlin was covering um, Georgia Rudolph for us. Mm. And when we discovered that Georgia Rudolph is actually Georgia Ann Rudolph, and she was apparently involved in the discovery of murder victim uh, Jennifer McCready. So um, I just looked into it a little bit, and I found... um, a blog, the blog post that Carlin had discussed by Bonnie Wells, and then I also found um, a newspaper article. So I just want to, I want to give a little background on that because it's kind of a banana story, and we always love when a psychic just, you know, does their job and solves a case. I mean, yes. who doesn't love that? She solved it. Oh yeah. So um, in 1996, Ohio State Trooper Jack McCready reported his wife Jennifer missing to the Belpre Police Department, claiming that she quote cleaned out everything she owns and wedding rings were lying on the kitchen counter. Jennifer's mother immediately dismissed the idea that her daughter ran off with another man and abandoned her children. Tale as old as time. Um, Georgia Rudolph was a local psychic, said to have worked with the police for two decades. 
Rudolph told Belpre police that she, quote, was connecting with Jennifer's spirit and that Jennifer was dead. Rudolph then went on to tell Detective Dave Garvey that Jennifer was, quote, shot in the back of the head and that the man who murdered Jennifer was, quote, like a cop. Rudolph also reportedly told Garvey that he could find Jennifer's body south of town near a road with the numbers 298. A day later, Detective Garvey checked out a local woman's report of seeing a highway patrol car in an out-of-town area, quote, off of Highway 298 around the time of Jennifer's disappearance. Garvey called a local detective to the scene, and together they found the fresh grave of Jennifer McCready. A jury later found Jack McCready guilty of the murder. In the episode of Psychic Investigators, former Belpre police dispatcher Moni Tanner states, quote, George's information made a world of difference. It solved the case. Kevin Rings, assisting prosecuting attorney, also said, quote, without that information and the resultant discovery of Jen's body, I don't think there would have ever been a charge filed in the case against Mr. McCready. It would have been simply an unsolved missing persons case. Not only did Rudolph say where the body would be discovered, she said Jennifer was dead before anyone else had reached the conclusion. And she said, you might not want to hear this, but the person who killed her is a cop. Now retired Detective Sergeant Garvey added, quote, following George's guidelines or thoughts, whatever you want to say, led us to finding Jennifer. We found Jennifer and we found the bad guy. So like I said, Jennifer McCready's body was found. It was buried in a shallow grave along the remote oil well access road off of Belpre, Ohio Township Road in the Little Hawking area. Major Brian Chuck with the Washington County Sheriff's Office, who was a friend of the McCready's, said Jack McCready had driven his wife to that location in her car, buried the body, and then drew the vehicle to the Belpre boat ramp where he left it and walked back to their home. It was two days later that McCready showed up at Chuck's door and reported his wife missing. Quote, we talked a while, but I told him he would have to file the report with the Belpre police, Chuck said. So he reported it to Belpre Sergeant Steve Garvey. During a phone conversation with Garvey later, Shuck asked about McCready's report and soon discovered that the story McCready shared with Shuck differed from what he told Garvey. Quote, the stories just didn't match up, and that's when we knew something wasn't right. But I never suspected Jackie until after I talked with Sergeant Garvey. Shuck said that he and McCready had spent weeks together during Corrections Academy training in Huntonsville, West Virginia, and that the two men served with the Wood County Sheriff's Office prior to Shuck transferring to the Washington County Sheriff's Office and McCready joining the Ohio State Highway Patrol. Shuck said that evidence collected during the investigation included a gun found at the McCready's home that ballistics analysis showed would have been the type used in the murder, although the rifling of the firearm's barrel had been drilled to remove any evidence that it had been fired. A set of pillows with a print that matched the comforter in which Jennifer's body was wrapped was also discovered in the home. Current Washington County Prosecutor Jim Schneider prosecuted the case. Quote, there was no motive brought out in the case, he said. It had come out in court that he was using steroids to build up his body mass, but we don't know if that's what caused him to murder his wife. Chuck said the couple had two young sons who were raised by Jennifer McCready's parents after her death. So that's the story that Georgia Ann Rudolph helped solve. So she knew that um, Jennifer was dead. She knew that she was shot in the head. She knew that she would be found off of Highway 298. And she knew that a police officer murdered her. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that's like more like items on the list than any of the Dorothy Allison ones. For sure. I mean, that's like four very specific things. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, very. (laughs) 
so this is we just need to have a new segment called Googs Alert. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Where it's just um, updates that we have since received since recording segments that we have gotten. Um, This was from a case that I covered on Patreon about Elizabeth Sullivan. It was a THDI. And this update came through on March 13th this year. And it says a jury found a former U.S. Navy service member guilty of murdering his wife in a case that began when her body was discovered on the edge of the San Diego Bay in 2016. Matthew Sullivan, now 35, was found not guilty of first-degree murder, but was convicted of second-degree murder after stabbing his 32-year-old wife, Elizabeth Sullivan, to death. Her body was found years after her disappearance, about a half mile from the home the couple shared with their two daughters. The first day of the murder trial began on February 21st, with opening statements and testimony from the loved ones of Elizabeth Sullivan. In court, Matthew Sullivan sat silently, looking down at the desk in front of him as Deputy Defense Attorney Jill Lindbergh described how a, quote, whirlwind romance quickly turned to domestic violence and eventually a slaying. So I don't want to tell the whole story here, but if you're curious, you should head on over to Patreon and check it out. Um, It was one of those ones where it was like, at the time I did the segment, like no actual conviction, but we were like, he clearly did it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now we have some resolve on this case. Second degree r- murder makes sense. He probably killed her spur of the moment. Right. I don't know if he planned it out, you know. Right. Didn't seem right. that methodical. Yeah, totally. Love those mm-hmm. Googs alerts. That's what our listener short stock, our next listener short stock, I would say is 80% updates on cases that we've covered. It's nice. pretty cool. It's really cool. What a time. What a time. <laughs> Um, Okay, so this is from Rebecca via email, and she says, I'll get right into it. Being from Canada, I grew up hearing about Ogopogo, so (laughs) watching the piece about it was nothing new. However, I did get interested in the man who videotaped it twice, saying it was 15 feet long, spotted, and snake-like. A news story that came out a few years ago immediately came to my mind. So I'm from Saskatchewan, and Lake Diefenbaker is a popular spot for family gatherings, swimming, and fishing. A seven-foot bull snake was seen swimming in the lake, and turns out it isn't that uncommon. Ogopogo is said to be a few dozen feet long, so if Ogopogo is even real, it's unlikely he saw it. In my opinion, he saw a huge snake with the water and distance giving the illusion that it was longer than it actually was. Yeah. I've attached an article of the bull snake and a photo of it. Thanks for everything you do, ladies. The laughter is helpful at this stressful time. Stay safe, Rebecca. So this picture is really interesting because it looks a lot like that like ripply mm-hmm. um, thing that we saw in the segment um, yep. and also that sort of wave effect. Um, totally. Well, like think about like the trail gross. after a boat, right. you know, it like it leave the trail behind it for a long ways. So right. yeah, a snake that size will have a considerable wake. That's for sure. Yes. Yes. Oh, good river language. Great lake oh, language. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, river so language. <laughs> so in our episode notes, let's put a link to this article. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, and Carlin that. can post the photo on uh, Instagram so everyone can see. Yeah. Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. OK, 
Okay, this next one comes from Sarah via email. Hello, ladies. I was just listening to a listener short stack, number 14, and I was surprised that you didn't know about Batson violations. Not because everyone should know everything, but because the issue is central to the Curtis Flowers case covered by the podcast In the Dark. If you haven't heard of In the Dark, honeys, do I have a quarantine podcast for you. The first season covers the how the case of Jacob Wetterling was royally mishandled, and the case was solved in the middle of recording. She writes that in all caps. Uh, I really like that season, but ooh, honey, season two in Curtis Flowers. It covers the case of a massacre at the Tardy Furniture Store. Five people were killed, and how a dick bitch DA, Doug Evans, decided that Curtis Flowers must have done it. He tried Curtis Flowers six times and had several of those appeals thrown out on Batson violations. Also in breaking news, the case recently went before the Supreme Court who overturned the last conviction on a Batson violation. Curtis Flowers has been in jail the entire time, but thankfully has been released. Anyway, this whole thing is infuriating, but incredible, and I would highly recommend. I love, love, love your show. I was also a huge Unsolved Mysteries fan and would spend Sunday afternoons watching the reruns. I hope you haven't gotten like a billion emails about this. No, honey. Um, and you can check this out. Thanks, Sarah. I don't remember the Batson violation. What was that? Do you guys remember so, it? So, yeah, it was a write-in from Michelle, again, being like, okay. Batson versus Kentucky, I think. Is that about having African-American people? Or it's, like we were wondering about the same race. Yes, we were wondering about, okay. is it allowed to have only one black juror on a case for a black person? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because of the, um, so it was in reference to the John Brannion case and Michelle from PI for the Missing wrote to us and explained Bat Batson versus Kentucky. Interesting. I haven't listened to In the Dark. Have you guys listened to it? Yeah, I think I listened to the first season. I don't remember why I stopped, but. The Jacob Wetterling the season? Yes, for sure. Oh, cool. It's All right. Good. Well, yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. Thank you for the recommendation, Sarah. Yes, yeah, thanks, thank Sarah. You. All right. Thanks, everybody. Um, if you want to write to us, please do it. We love hearing from you guys and making these episodes. Um, you yeah. can contact us any way you want on any of our socials or at resolvemysteriespodcast.com. It's helpful if you let us know, yes, this is for a listener short stack. I want you to share it. Send us your stories, um, anything you think would be interesting, something pertaining to our cases, anything. Yeah. Yeah, we love hearing from you guys. It's so much fun to make these and engage with you and email back and forth and talk about cases and legal stuff. And I think we also love when somebody's like, hey, I know about this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, or if you have personal experience with something, that's awesome. Yeah, it's super totally. fun. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Stay safe. Yeah, we love you. Keep washing the grubbies. Bye. 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 Oh, also, I have to say that I am um, 
Shout out to Jamie, Allison's partner, who is letting me use his computer because mine um, died after overuse from working from home. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know if that's how computers work. It's uh, weird. <laughs> but you can't hear it because – here, let me just – can you hear that? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that – that's the hamster dance. It's playing in my headphones because that's what he set as my homepage. Oh, whenever I go to search anything. So. Oh my god, <laughs> Jamie! I think also put a yes. wallpaper of sexy firemen. Yes, the right? wallpaper yeah. is sexy firemen. Um, <laughs> the password is like something about sex. Um, I feel equal parts assaulted and entertained <laughs> i personally am just entertained so i love it <laughs> okay so brain fog insomnia moodiness achy joints weight gain maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older or that's what your doctor tells you but midi health understands that for women over 40 they can all be connected Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.